Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Amazon and iRobot under the UK microscope, your news update, and we check in with Arbitrage Trade Assist on this edition of Arbitrage News Weekend starting right now. Hello and welcome to Arbitrage News Weekend for April the 8th, 2023. I'm Joshua Stark. The purchase of iRobot, a robot vacuum manufacturer by Amazon, is now under scrutiny by British antitrust regulators with the $1.7 billion deal facing further investigation. The Competition and Markets Authority announced on Thursday that it is examining whether the acquisition will result in a significant reduction in competition within the UK market. As a preliminary step, the UK regulator has requested feedback on the transaction from any interested party. Concerns about Amazon's expanding market power have already prompted the Federal Trade Commission in the US to review the deal. Consumer groups raised concerns last year when the deal was first announced. Regulators announced on Thursday that the organization responsible for ChatGPT will present solutions to address data privacy issues that led to a temporary ban of the artificial intelligence chatbot in Italy. Last week, the Italian data protection authority Garante suspended OpenAI's widely used chatbot and instructed it to cease processing personal information of Italian users while it examines a potential infringement of European Union data privacy regulations. According to experts, this was the first instance of a democratic government banning a mainstream AI platform across the entire country. During a video conference call on Wednesday between OpenAI executives, including CEO Sam Altman and Garante's commissioners, the company committed to providing remedies to address the concerns. The specifics of these remedies have not been revealed. Arkansas lawmakers move closer to becoming the second state to impose restrictions that critics argue raise privacy and enforcement concerns on Wednesday as they advanced a bill that would mandate parental consent for children in Arkansas to access social media platforms. The House of Representatives supported the limitations by a vote of 82 to 10 with the support of Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders. The proposal must now return to the Senate, which passed an earlier version of the bill for one final vote before it can be sent to Sanders' desk. Representative John Eubanks, the House sponsor of the bill, stated it is a bill designed to create a level of protection for our young people before the measure was passed without any discussion. The proposed legislation is similar to the first-of-its-kind law that Utah Governor Spencer Cox signed into law last month. 
In restaurants, you may have come across waist-high machines that welcome guests, escort them to their tables, serve food and beverages, and transport dirty dishes to the kitchen. Some of these machines have cat-like faces that even purr when petted. The restaurant industry is grappling with whether robot waiters will be the future. The demand for these machines has surged in recent years with tens of thousands now in use worldwide as they are seen as a solution to the industry's labor shortages. According to Dennis Reynolds, the Dean of the Hilton College of Global Hospitality Leadership at the University of Houston, the adoption of robot waiters is inevitable. The school's restaurant introduced a robot in December, which has not only made the workload lighter for human staff, but also enhanced service efficiency. More after this on Arbitrage News. Stick around. I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you prevent wildfires. Dude, I've got this. I've been camping since I was five years old. But I am a camping influencer. You know what? I'll bet you five bucks. Assistant Smokey, what is the best way to put out a campfire? To put out a campfire, drown with water, stir, drown again. Then make sure the fire is out cold by feeling with the back of your hand. Wait, really? I'll take the five bucks. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. This week's arbitrage blog includes alternative sources of plastic, the battle for TikTok, and we check up on arbitrage trade assist. All this and more in this week's arbitrage blog, available now at arbitragetrade.com. Now let's go to the president and CEO of arbitrage, Mr. Royce Wells, for more. I figured it out. You can never have too much arbitrage. Uh, Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. All right, let's talk about <laughs> plastics. We yes. we use a lot of plastics. Royce, that polyester shirt that you're wearing? Cotton, sir. Is but it cotton? Is yeah, it cotton? It's not polyester today. We're moving up. Not, arbitrage Trade Assist is helping. Not today. <laughs> not today. We'll talk about Arbitrage Trade Assist later on in the show. But right now, we're talking about things that are petrol-based, petroleum-based, including grocery store bags and cars and, you know, that sort of thing. Barbie. Yeah, you remember the song. It's fantastic. She's made of plastic. Yes, I do remember the song, Royce. Okay, just wanted to make sure you were on the same page. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. So you use oil for a lot of stuff. You know, petroleum's used in, in cars and used in many industries and forums and you know it's used for tons of things um yeah you know but things we don't even recognize them right 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 so we we know that harm that harmful processors are involved harmful to the environment are involved in obtaining and processing oil or they can be and it's it would be nice to have a a version of that plastic that may be biodegradable. That would be amazing. Yeah. So is that the next thing we're going to be adventuring into? It looks like. Okay, uh, let's go. <laughs> Ari this week reported on alternative plastics, and scientists would agree with that thought uh, because it's something that they have created. Uh, plastic based on uh, polyethyl cyanoacrylate. Now that was impressive for those of you who, say that again for those of you who aren't model <laughs> modelers that's poly uh, ethyl cyanoacrylates okay fair enough 
It's the stuff in model glue. Ah, okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Like super glue. Like super glue. Okay. It's absolutely super glue, actually. The craggle. The craggle. That's don't you mention that word in this room. All right. <laughs> this is uh this is an a, an ingredient in super glue and it's uh it makes sense because for those of us who who have worked in polycyanoacrylate for years, um we now know you're just showing off. <laughs> we know that it bonds with plastic, but it also creates a mass uh similar to plastic. Um yes. it's basically uh, basically plastic because it is, you know, it, it is that same feel. Um, and its added benefit is that it's 93% recyclable into clean starter materials, even when mixed with other materials like uh, plastic, aluminum, waste, and, and paper. Uh, the biggest question is, is what would it replace? Probably not your shirt, Royce. No, not my shirt. Not uh, this time. My Hawaiian shirt, maybe. Right. But packing foam, disposable cutlery, plates, and cups are all considered uh, considered hard plastic and therefore could be replaced with this. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. More after this. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. When might you be buzzed? When you suddenly love everything. You guys, I love this song! I love these nachos. I love our kickball league. Ugh! I love this guy. What's your name? You know what I'd love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzzed warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. I love your car. Is this real leather? To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen! By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. WWE and the company that runs Ultimate Fighting Championship will combine to create a $21.4 billion sports entertainment company. A new publicly traded company will house the UFC and World Wrestling Entertainment brands with Endeavor Group Holdings Incorporated taking a 51% controlling interest in the new company. Existing WWE shareholders will hold a 49% stake. The companies put the enterprise value at UFC at $12.1 billion and WWE's value at $9.3 billion. The new business, which does not yet have a name, will be led by Endeavor CEO Ari Emanuel. Vince McMahon, executive chairman at WWE, will serve in the same role at the new company. 
Dana White will continue as president of UFC and Nick Khan will be president at WWE. Together, we will be a $21 billion live sports and entertainment powerhouse with a collective fan base of more than a billion people and an exciting growth opportunity, McMahon said in a prepared statement Monday. He also provided some idea of where the focus of the new company will be, saying it will look to maximize the value of combined media rights, enhance sponsorship monetization, develop new forms of content, and pursue other strategic mergers and acquisitions to further bolster their brands. Ties already exist talent-wise between WWE and UFC with stars such as Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey crossing over between the two businesses. The deal between Endeavor and WWE catapults WWE into a new era after functioning as a family-run business for decades. McMahon purchased Capital Wrestling from his father in 1982 and took the regional wrestling business to a national audience with the likes of wrestling stars such as Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. The company, which changed its name to World Wrestling Federation and later World Wrestling Entertainment, hosted its first WrestleMania in 1985. McMahon, in an interview with CNBC, addressed the notion that there was doubt among some WWE fans and industry experts that he would ever make a deal for the business. It's the right time to do the right thing, and it's the next evolution of WWE, he said. The announcement of the WWE sale arrives after McMahon, the founder and majority shareholder of WWE, returned to the company in January and said it would be up for sale. Rumors swirled about who would possibly be interested in buying WWE with Endeavor, Disney, Fox, Comcast, Amazon, and Saudi Arabia's public investment fund all in the mix. McMahon acknowledged to CNBC that there were several suitors for WWE, but that combining with Endeavor was the right move. It makes all the sense in the world for these synergies that we have to extract all the value we can out of the marketplace, he explained. Media industry analysts view WWE as an attractive target given its global reach and loyal fan base, which includes everyone from minors to seniors and a wide range of incomes. The company held its marquee event, WrestleMania, over the weekend. Last year, WWE booked revenue of $1.3 billion. The company is also a social media powerhouse. More after this on Arbitrage News. Stick around. Sometimes I just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here. I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy. Planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe. And it's the best way to protect that legacy. You know what? We should make an emergency communication plan. That way we're ready this year. At my dorm, we have emergency kits for earthquakes and wildfires, but I'm sure there's something more local I can send you at the link. Okay, smart. Protect your legacy. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan for the tools and tips you need to start your emergency preparedness plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council.
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Royce, we are on TikTok. I know you're aware of that. Uh, oh, no. The Chinese, they're coming. Maybe. Okay, let's go. Maybe. But, of course, you know, under pressure of the U.S. government, TikTok's facing the possibility of a nationwide ban, you know, if they don't sell to an American company, which really, to me, sounds like strong-arming. How do you ban that? You can't ban that. Well, you can ban a, you can ban an app, but how do you police that? And how do you police it once it's already released? Just allow it to be updated? What? Maybe. Maybe. that that That's a thought. Or, um, you know, it's taken away from all the app stores and things like that. Maybe um, I, I've heard that they have American servers, so they probably would cut off access to the American servers for that uh, for but that. it's app. internet. You can't turn off the internet. You can turn off the internet. Uh, Haven't world. you seen the IT crowd, man? You can do anything with you can. The internet is is turn offable, sir. Yeah, I'm I'm starting to believe a lot of things. I need a a, a tinfoil hat and a couple of minutes, if you don't mind. <laughs> okay, no problem. But let's let's talk about the uh, the battle for TikTok here now. You know, millions of people. That's use TikTok thing. every day. What? The tinfoil hat. And <laughs> TikTok? Right. Can, yeah, and TikTok. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. 150 million people use TikTok every day. It's it's one That's of those a things. crazy, staggering number. I know, right? I mean, how many people are there in the U.S. currently? What is it, 300 million? Uh, roughly, yeah. Yeah. Roughly. Something like that. Sorry for not checking my stats before we went on the air, but I mean. How I mean, you're probably talking 40 to 50% of people in the United States using this app every day. Um, I'm hoping less, but... Think, yeah. of, think about that, though. Think about that. Do you know of anything? Uh, can you can you think of anything that 150 million people use every day? Twitter. Well, I mean... <laughs> I mean, well... <laughs> see, gotcha. <laughs> see, now, now we're gonna now we're gonna have to research that. But yeah, uh, I mean, there there are there are a lot of things I'm sure that 150 million people use. But that's not really the point. The point is that they've been under scrutiny for a while because uh, they have a Chinese parent company mm-hmm. called ByteDance. Um, okay, and they're they're thinking that they could share sensitive data 
or push propaganda and misinformation to people. Um, it happens. Well, you know, you've already had had the banning of certain shipments of certain technologies to China, and also there there is a, a, a you know there's a lot of countries that have banned. TikTok on government devices, including the United States. Yeah, yeah. National security, kind of important. Yeah, yeah. And you'd think that this was a, a big deal. And to, but is it? Well, it is. It is. But a little known, uh, little known agency is is at the forefront of this. And you can read more about that on the blog at arbitragetrade.com. Did you see that Twitter rename themselves to Doge for about 20 minutes on April Fool's? Of course they did. Okay, just want to throw that in there. Oh, Elon. <laughs> more after this on Arbitrage News. I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you prevent wildfires. Dude, I've got this. I've been camping since I was five years old. But I am a camping influencer. You know what? I'll bet you five bucks. Assistant Smokey, what is the best way to put out a campfire? To put out a campfire, drown with water, stir, drown again, then make sure the fire is out cold by feeling with the back of your hand. Wait, really? I'll take the five bucks. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. <laughs> Corny, groan-worthy but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Companies from toothpaste makers to even discounters are adding more premium items like designer body creams and services as they reach out to wealthier shoppers who are still spending freely even in the face of higher inflation and a volatile economic environment. Think $10 toothpastes and $90 creams on supermarket shelves. Retailers and consumer product companies felt justified in raising prices to offset higher costs from gnarled supply chains and Russia's war in Ukraine last year. But as those financial pressures ease, some are looking for new ways to pump up sales and profits by focusing on premium items amid an overall sales slowdown. If you want to hedge against the economic challenges, you hedge your bets by chasing after the upper income, said Marshall Cohen, chief industry advisor at market firm Circana. Many companies that normally cater to middle-income shoppers are unleashing a bevy of premium items in an attempt to grab consumers with more money to spare, but that would leave fewer options for consumers with less money to spare. Walmart, for instance, features high-end $90 creams in its beauty aisles at select stores. Ketchup maker Heinz released a line of chef-inspired condiments called Heinz 57, including an 11.25 ounce container of infused honey with black truffle that costs roughly $7. Last year, Colgate Palmolive made some waves by announcing its $10 3 ounce stain remover toothpaste, its first in the U.S. at this price, 
noting that premium products were essential to raising prices. Meanwhile, Five Below, a chain known for selling toys and other impulse items at $5 and below, is creating a new store within a store prototype, Five Beyond, which sells items at $6 and higher. Last year, the Philadelphia chain converted 250 of its 1,300 stores to include its higher-priced section and plans to expand that conversion to another 400 stores this year. Five Below CEO Joel Anderson told analysts on a call in January that those who buy Five Beyond items spend more than twice as much as those who only buy Five Below items. Some, like Chipotle Mexican Grill, have even publicized that they are not pursuing discount-loving shoppers. The restaurant chain has been frank over the last year about how its price increases have scared off lower-income consumers. Last fall, it introduced Garlic Guajillo Steak, a limited-time offering that was pricier than regular steak. In a conference call with investors in February, Chipotle chairman and CEO Brian Nickel said that the chain, which raised prices by 13.5% in its most recent quarter, is seeing higher-income customers visit more often. We made the decision not to go chasing people with discounts, Nichols said. It's not what our brand is, and that's not what we're going to do. Critics like Rakeen Maboud, chief economist at the Groundwork Collaborative, believe such moves will only increasingly shut out the less economically fortunate. As products get more expensive and companies are focused more on the wealthier segments of our population or our consumers, everyday people are increasingly underserved and increasingly unable to afford the products that they need, Maboud said. When AMC Entertainment, the world's largest cinema chain, announced in February it was rolling out a new three-tier pricing system at all of its locations by year-end that would require customers to pay more for better seats, Actor Elijah Wood, best known for his portrayal of Frodo Baggins in Lord of the Rings film trilogy, blasted the move on Twitter. More after this. Hey, hon. What you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No. I'm asking questions. Like what? Hey, Bobo. Do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What is dedication? My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between. I think a parent's job is to protect our children but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. We have a new product and we are excited about it. Have What's been rolling for, what would you say? Um, about five, six weeks. Public, public's been five or six weeks. We've yes. had it in beta for some time and, and we're proud of, uh, proud of of rolling it out, and it's called Arbitrage Trade Assist. Yes. Now, Royce, what is Arbitrage Trade Assist in a nutshell? Um, it is a an assistant, actually. It is meant to help you trade if you've ever traded before and basically help you manage your risk, 
while also helping you get out of positions while when trading. A lot of people set an arbitrary number and say, I want to get out at this. Well, if, you know, the math or the computers go against you, then you wind up losing. Well, we don't like losing, so we created this little bot to say, hey, if you know how to trade, go ahead and uh, put your order in and we'll help you get out of it. But if you've never traded before at all, it also is there to give you training wheels so that way uh, you can basically experience the joy of making and earning money while trading without all of the um, additional tums and rollades that come with trading. Uh, Boy, you can definitely have those, can't you? Oh, yeah, because yeah. it's a roller coaster, but with money. <laughs> well, I, I can definitely tell you, you know, we, we've been... I mean, you have been. You've been working on this for better part of ten years. Yes, sir, I have. And this, this is this it's been is fun. Kind it's of a culmination. Been scary a couple of times. Oh too. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's been not scary. all fun. It's been scary, but but we have we've taken the licks, so you don't have to. Pretty much. Um, and and that's that's what the trade assist is about. It's it's taking the knowledge and the algorithms that we've developed and the emotion out of it. And and absolutely removing, yeah, absolutely removing the emotion that comes with trading. If you don't want to touch it, you don't have to touch it. Pretty much. That that's the whole point. Yeah. Stop watching. Start living. Go live your best life. Uh, and while we are not financial advisors, uh, we, and this isn't even a security, so this is commodities. Nope. Trade Assist only works in the foreign exchange market. Correct, correct. Trade Assist works on forex, so you actually have uh, you actually have some some watches and some things that you can you can take a look at that that tell you you know um, you know we we look at pairs right we look at, at yeah and the, for people who've never done that that's uh, countries currency so you right. pair up the Australian dollar with the U S dollar and then yes. basically try to decide if the Australian dollar will gain value maintain its value or lose its value versus the U S dollar for example. For example, I'm currently pairing the Great British Pound with the Japanese yen or the uh, New Zealand dollar with the U.S. dollar or the Great British Pound with the U.S. dollar. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a give and take, basically. Yes. If one goes up, another goes down, and you make money. Yeah, and if they go at the same pace, it doesn't move at all. No, it does what? not. Yeah, so... Yeah, it takes a lot uh, to look at it and a lot to understand, but we do our best to simplify and make the setup process completely, um, almost hands-free. You just, just go sign up and connect your brokerage, and the rest is done. Absolutely. Go to arbitragetrade.com now because we want to help you grow your money, arbitragetrade.com. And live your best life. Absolutely. Have a great weekend, by the way, and we'll see you on Monday. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC is a privately held research company. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the contents of this podcast. The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to function as investment advice. Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, please visit arbitragetrade.com.